Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Bible Catholic Show. In this week's episode, I'll discuss three verses about the Trinity. The Blessed Trinity. Man, it's one of those things that we can never fully comprehend because our minds are so finite and so limited. But the fact of the matter is, it's a truth of the Christian faith. It is one of those things that you must believe and be able to call yourself a Christian. I mean, there's really no ifs, ands, or buts about that. So what I wanted to do in this week's episode is discuss a few verses, uh, three verses in fact, about the Trinity. Now, there are many there are many verses within the sacred scripture that point to the Trinity. And of course, some of the most famous ones are, you know, the Great Commission, Matthew 28, where Jesus says, you know, go go therefore and teach everything that I've taught you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We have St. Paul's salutation at the end of 2 Corinthians that says, May the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. But what I want to do is talk about three three verses that not only discuss the Trinity, no, that have the Trinity in plain sight, but there are kind of the less known ones out there. And so hopefully this will give you just a little bit more ammo in your apologetics uh, belt, if you will. And so the doctrine of the Trinity is one that has Old Testament roots. Uh, there are subtle hints in many Old Testament passages regarding the existence of the Trinity. Some verses in the Old Testament are more straightforward and show directly the existence of more than one divine person. Now, in the pages of the New Testament, we see a further development of Trinitarian theology. The Gospel writers are very direct about the existence of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In fact, they mention it in many places by name. Not the word Trinity, but Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Within the same sentence. And so, just as I mentioned a bit ago, what I want to do over the course of this podcast is give you three New Testament passages that show the existence of the Trinity. The first one I want to be... I want to discuss is Luke chapter 1 verse 35 which says the angel said to her the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you therefore the child to be born will be holy he will be called the Son of God now this verse normally comes about when there's a discussion about the Virgin Mary but in this verse we see all three members of the Trinity being represented However, this verse has special significance in the discussion about the person of the Holy Spirit. In this instance, the Holy Spirit will come upon Mary, but some translations say that the Holy Spirit will descend upon Mary. Either way, it's a subtle theophany that is fulfilled at the baptism of Christ when the Holy Spirit descends like a dove. It shows the divinity of the third person of the Trinity and that he's always existed and not just as a mode of divinity. It's not, model, it's not modalism here. Another verse that points to the Trinity is 1 Peter 1, verse 2, which says, 
quote, who have been chosen and destined by God the Father and sanctified by the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ and to be sprinkled with his blood. You see, St. Peter starts his first letter stating how he was chosen and predestined to be an apostle by God the Father, the first person of the Blessed Trinity. In a unique and subtle way, the passage points to some of the unique characteristics of the Godhead. You see, God the Father predestined, in that he operates outside of time and knows how we'll respond to grace using our free will. This is a unique function of the Father, and St. Peter points this out. Not only that, but he points to the Holy Spirit as the one who sanctifies. And then he says that redemption comes from the blood of Christ. These characteristics can only be fulfilled by a co-eternal and divine Godhead. A third verse that mentions the three members of the Trinity is Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, which says, quote, How much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to worship the living God? In this verse, the distinction between the three persons of the Trinity is clear. The eternal Logos, the divine Son, is the mediator and high priest for all eternity. As the divine Logos, Jesus is not only the personified wisdom of God, but the fount through which life springs. You see, in the earliest days of the church, this term for Christ was a big deal and had its share of controversy. Early on, there were those who were struggling to define what the world of Christ was. Greek Christians, who were influenced by Plato, coined the term Logos, and said that Christ was the mediator between God and men. The Logos has always existed, and this is also a key factor in his sonship. As the second person of the Trinity, he created everything. He is above all creatures as the Son, and all are lower than him. He is also called the Son of God in the literal sense as a result of the Incarnation. In the Incarnation, he was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary as a result of the Holy Spirit. Now, he's adopted in a, metaphor, in a metaphorical sense, but not like the view of the adoptionists. Don't go along accusing me of some kind of heresy. It's not like the adoptionist, but it's a metaphorical sense to show us that we are to be adopted sons of God. Or that we, you and I, are to be adopted as sons of God. We may not be divine, but Christ lays the groundwork for our participation in the divine life. So those are just three verses I hope you can put in your tool belt to help those naysayers, um, to help your discussion with the Trinity go a little further. Guys, thank you for joining me on this episode of the Bible Catholic Show. If you want to support my work, please go to BibleCatholic.org. This is my blog. I have a bunch of articles there, free stuff. If you want to support the work, uh, please, you can send a one-time donation to PayPal. William.Hemsworth at gmail.com is my email there. Or you can visit my tra- my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash William Hemsworth. And if you do a monthly donation for as low as a dollar, you get some free goodies. So anyway, thank you for joining me on this podcast. Hope you learned a little something. God bless you. And thank you so much.